Welcome to the Passive Mobile Home Park Investing Podcast with your host, Andrew Keel. This is the podcast where you can get the education you need to invest 100% passively in the highly profitable niche of mobile home parks. Welcome to the Passive Mobile Home Park Investing Podcast. This is your host, Andrew Keel, and today we're going to discuss how to properly vet a mobile home park investment sponsor, also known as a general partner, GP, or deal operator. Before we dive in, I wanted to ask a real quick favor. Would you mind please taking an extra 30 seconds and leaving this podcast a five-star review on iTunes? This helps us get more listeners, and it absolutely makes my day when I get a notification of a new review. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. All right, let's dive in. This information was gathered from a poll I sent out to multiple active professional mobile home park investors. Number one, and I have most important uh, at the top going down to less important, but still valuable. Uh, Number one, review and verify their track record. If you've listened to any of our interviews, this was mentioned multiple times. Uh, You know, can they share case studies showing an execution of the value add uh, components that they plan to execute on in their recent project that you're considering investing in? Number two, speak with investor references. Uh, at least two, you know, three is ideal. Ask them about the communication they've received from the operator and the overall performance of their investment. Number three, this is a big one if you can make it happen. Meet with the operator in person or on Zoom as a second option if possible. Uh, you know, ask yourself after the meeting, what does your gut tell you right away about this operator? Uh, Here are five questions to go with that meeting. Uh, Number one, ask questions about the mistakes they've made and their worst performing projects. Uh, This kind of digs in uh, to uh, things that didn't go as planned on the pro forma. You know, if they say that they haven't had any mistakes, uh, likely they're not telling the truth because, you know, learning this business is, is difficult and it takes time and experience. Uh, a question number two, you know, is you can dive into their background. You know, hey, what's tell me about your background and, you know, what your niche is in the mobile home park space. Uh, and then look at the deals that they've done. You know, does it meet that specific criteria? Uh, are they going after more value-add properties uh, or stabilized properties? You know, are they looking at tenant-owned home communities or park-owned home communities? Uh, the more clear they are with their objective, uh, the better because they'll be able to execute what they know. And there's a lot of different niches inside of this space. Um, Another thing when you're talking about the operator's background, you know, think of what skill sets they would have learned in their previous life, Uh, whether that was another career or, or jobs that they've done. You know, do they have project management experience? Do they have budgeting experience? You know, how's their hiring or property management experience? All of that is extremely valuable to bring into their operating uh, of the mobile home parks. Another question uh, that's a really good one is ask how the operator learned about the mobile home park asset class. Uh, you know, ask what they've uh, what they've done to get educated in the space. Uh, have they been creative in some? Uh, some way or industrious in some way to get started. Uh, This could be a good sign. Uh, 
however, if their you know rich uncle gave them some money to buy their first mobile home park, uh, then that might not be such a good way to start, all things considered. Uh, another question you should ask is, what is their backup plan in case the operator is out of commission for some reason? You know, is there someone else that can come in and fill their shoes? Uh, or is your investment going to be tied up and, and, and is it immediately sold even if the market uh, is not ready for a sale at that time? Um, another question here, how do they plan to manage these assets and what fees are being charged to the deal? You know, property management fees, asset management fees, acquisition and disposition fees. Uh, you know, how do these compare with the market rates? Uh, typically, we see a 5 to 7% of gross revenue property management fee. Uh, another typical fee is an acquisition fee of, you know, around 2%. Uh, and then also a 2% disposition fee or a you know, sale or refinance kind of return of capital event fee that the operators would receive. Uh, and then also a 1% asset management fee uh, is common as well. Uh, all right, so after you've met with the operator, this little tip right here I think is one of the most valuable that you can do. And I only know this because some of our investors did this, and I just thought it was extremely valuable. Uh, but you know, prepare to either yourself drive through one of the mobile home parks that the operator owns and operates now, or you can hire someone to do this and do like a drive-through video. Uh, usually, this will cost around fifty to a hundred dollars. Uh, you can find someone on you know Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist, and this could be very valuable. You know, are there you know look at this video and see you know are there appliances in everyone's yards? Uh, is the the landscaping maintained? You you know, is the property uh, look like it's well managed or not? And and you'll likely be able to tell this within, you know, a quick five minute video. Uh, on to number five here: review an example of a previous year end or quarterly report with financials that the operator has sent out to previous investors. Uh, you know, for a previous deal that they've done. Uh, you know, how does it look? Does the project look like it's going in the right direction? Uh, how's the format of it? Does it look professional? Uh, uh, you know, looking into the financials, you know, what's the expense ratio? If the expense ratio is around 40% or under, this is a very positive note. You know, typically, uh, operators know that private utility mobile home parks usually run at a higher expense ratio near the 40% number. Uh, public utility parks usually run a little bit you know, less expensive, and their expense ratios are around 30 to 35%. So really dive in and look at those things, and uh, that, that should give you some good insights. Another item, number six here, is you can run a background check uh, on the operator. This is something that I think is extremely valuable. You know, you should ask their permission first, uh, and they may tell you if there's anything that would show up, you know, just by asking them. Uh, number seven, review the operator on social media. You know, what are they doing when they're not working on mobile home parks? What other hobbies do they have? You know, and then analyze that and, and ask yourself, you know, hey, is this the type of person that uh, I would trust with my investment capital? Number eight, uh, if you haven't or if you have already invested in mobile home parks, but with a different operator, you could ask your known operator 
to talk with and maybe interview the prospective operator. Uh, one way to do this is to have your known operator inquire about being a passive investor in the, the new operator's deal. Uh, that could give you some really good insights and you know you can do it completely remotely. All right, number nine here. Uh, reviewing pro formas is extremely important. Uh, you know, how does it look? Is it is it well thought out? You know, are they are they rushing into things or are they taking their time? Uh, are they planning on you know say a hundred percent occupancy? You know, this is something that we see often, and that can be you know quite scary if that's what they're planning on and it, it doesn't go as planned, uh, which is probably likely not going to happen. Uh, you know, again, what expense ratio are they planning for versus what the seller has in place currently, and how are they going to you know decrease those expenses? Uh, you know, how aggressive overall or conservative is the operator being uh, in the pro forma? Are they, are they planning to infill 50 homes in the first year or are they planning on, you know, scaling that and maybe doing 10 per year, you know, over a five-year time horizon? Uh, one key indicator uh, from the books that I've read about real estate private equity is the exit cap rate. You know, is the exit cap rate the same? Is it higher or is it lower than the going in cap rate? Uh, it, you know, is the IRR driven primarily by operating cash flow, which is a positive, or is it driven mostly by proceeds at the exit? Um, that's a, a key indicator as well, because the health of the property, you know, ultimately is determined by that cash flow. Um, you know, same thing is is the proceeds being driven by cash flow, or is it from a, a near term kind of cash out or, or refinancing event? Because you don't want the you know the IRR to be heavily driven from those exits. You'd prefer that the cash flow sustain the the returns that are being promised. Uh, one thing that's that's important to note here is that you know capital expenditures are the silent killer in mobile home parks. You know, how much are they raising for the, the current infrastructure improvements? You know, whether it's rehabbing some mobile homes or is it uh, bringing in homes, you know, that's a really important number and it will change, you know, based upon the state that the property is located in. You know, in Indiana, uh, you could infill a vacant lot with used homes for around $15,000 all in. Now, in Pennsylvania, where you have to do much more site prep, and you have to have uh, concrete piers that go below the frost line, which is you know 42 inches deep. Uh, it's going to be more expensive, and that's going to be closer to twenty thousand dollars. So you're going to want to make sure you identify those types of uh, capital expenditures and uh, make sure that there's a good reserve in place. Uh, another good question, you know, how realistic is the the value add plan or strategy? Uh, again, is it infill-based, and does this operator have experience with infill? Because that is going to be a huge, huge point. Uh, infill is the hardest way to add value to mobile home parks. There's no hiding it. You know, it's well-known. And if they are over-aggressive in their pro forma, they may not be able to meet the projections that they are, are putting in the, the pro forma. Are they planning to infill with used homes? Now, if they're going to do that, you know, what proof do they have that they can source and acquire used homes? You know, that is a very tough thing to do if you don't have experience in that. And, uh, you know, not a lot of operators can do that. Uh, 
you know, how will they transport and set and get used homes if they are acquired? You know, do they have a good plan to be able to execute the business plan with third-party transporters and so forth? Because those are uh, very hard to get on a consistent schedule with. Uh, and if their plan is to infill with new homes, you know, how are they going to get new homes delivered in the time frame that they are expecting due to major backlogs right now at the manufactured housing uh you know, facilities and and factories. Usually right now it's like a six to eight month backlog from when you order a a new home to when it's actually received. So that's really important uh, that they are accounting for that in their pro formas. Uh, Let's see here, number seven, and this is the last one that I have on my list here. Um, You know, how is the operator sourcing their mobile home park deals? You know, are these primarily off-market? Do they have some mailers or, you know, uh, marketing to uh, direct to owners? Uh, or are they just, you know, finding these on, uh, you know, from a broker's list, et cetera? You know, most mobile home park deals trade off-market, and that makes the deals that do trade on-market, you know, highly more expensive, heavily heavily shopped and more expensive. So you're going to want to find an operator that has a little bit of both, because there are deals that are on market that are, are really good deals. Uh, but there's also good deals off market to be had. And if an operator is doing their own marketing, they'll be able to, you know, dabble in both and, and pick the right ones. Um, but anyways, that is all I had for today. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you get value out of these. And I hope you can, you know, put them, put them to work and use them in your passive mobile home park investing. Uh, I appreciate you all listening. Uh, tune in next week as we're going to jump back into another interview. Thank you all so much. Would you like to see mobile home park value add projects in progress? If so, follow us on Instagram at Passive MHP Investing for photos and awesome videos from our recent mobile home park acquisitions. Once again, that's at Passive MHP Investing on Instagram. See you there. <laughs>